Hi, I'm Dr. Greg Goins from the Reimagined Schools podcast, a part of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you're listening to right now. Shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other interesting education podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com. Hey there, Burned In Teachers. Welcome to episode 123 of the Burned In Teacher podcast. I'm so excited that you've chosen to join us today. Today, we're going to talk about three powerful questions that will have a big impact on your time management. Let's go. Hey there, I'm Amber Harper, former burned out teacher turned teacher burnout coach, dedicated to helping other teachers like you to grow through your burnout and take your next best steps toward what you want from your career in education and in life. After an embarrassing emotional breakdown in front of my teacher besties, I knew something needed to change, and that something was me. I decided that I wasn't going to settle for burnout as my sentence, as a teacher, mom, wife, or friend. And I knew it was going to take way more than practicing conventional self-care to make the progress I wanted to make. No amount of manicures, bottles of wine, or bubble baths was going to save this girl. Fast forward a few years later, and I've used everything I've learned about teacher burnout and personal development to write a book, build a course, and lead a community of burned-in teachers who refuse to settle for a life of burnout as their forever reality. I've used my burnout as an opportunity to become an active participant in my life, in the classroom, and here on the mic, using all that I've learned to teach kids and serve teachers. And you can do the same. The Burned In Teacher podcast is one part burnout and all other parts action, inspiration, and support to help you grow through your burnout and live a happier, more fulfilled career and life. So take a deep breath, my friend, because you're about to take your next best step to becoming a Burned In Teacher. Now let's get started. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 123. How's it going? Now, since we've spoken last or heard from each other last, a couple of things have happened. I turned 39 on November 18th. We have had Thanksgiving here in the States, and we are crossing the end point of another month of the school year. I know some of you are saying, yes, bring it on. (laughs) You know, there have been highs and lows already this year, both for me and for my teacher friends and for members of the Burned In Teacher Tribe. We've had a lot of really deep and deep-seated conversations about time management this year. It's come up a lot. And because of that, that's why I know that I had to put out an episode that really helped you to start to slowly explore how we can better manage your time or how you can better manage your time. So today we're going to talk about three questions and we're going to keep this quick. My goal with the Burn and Teacher podcast is to make these episodes short, to the point, and actionable. So today we're going to talk about three questions to help you to manage your time better. These three questions can have a big impact because they get you thinking reflectively on what you're doing with your time and how you're doing it and why you're doing it. So as I mentioned just a second ago, conversations about how much there is to do, how much there is on our plates, how much we are being asked to do day in and day out as teachers has continued to come up. It's come up in at least three conversations with burned-in teacher tribers in the last two weeks. 
And I have had my own challenges with how much there is to do and how to balance all of it. So I myself have come to these questions myself, uh, but I wanted to share a quick example of one situation where these questions have really helped, especially one of the burn-in teachers that I work with, to decide what it is that he should spend his time on. A few weeks ago during one of our group coaching calls, uh, one of our burn-in teacher triber friends, he was just coming back from being on quarantine for about three weeks. And he was very frustrated, very overwhelmed. He had had multiple subs in his class, which we can all relate to, especially now. You know, the sub shortage was bad before COVID and now it's even worse. So you never know who's going to be in your class, right? So... Over the period of three weeks, he had many different piles of different pieces of work that the students were working on, different assessments, just many – it was just – it sounded like it was just a heaping pile of of things to go through and things to um, grade. And so he came to our group coaching call very frustrated, and and rightfully so. There was a lot to deal with. And so I asked him these three questions that I'm about to share with you now, and it helped him go from completely overwhelmed, very frustrated with what, what he said was maybe 10 things that he had to do down to one, just with these three questions. Now, whether your situation is similar to this burn-in teacher tribe or situation, or if you are someone who is, for example, maybe working through the burned-in process, or you want to make time for yourself to take to truly take care of yourself, or you have these goals that you want to reach, but you can't seem to, quote-unquote, find the time, or what I like to say, make the time to make those things a priority, it can be very overwhelming and even defeating to, to have these things that you know you want, you know, you've gained the clarity, you know what you want, you know where you want to go, yet you continue to go day in and day out and feel like there's no way out of this hamster wheel. And, and I, I get it. I've been there. I completely understand. And this is a true chance for you to look at what you have control over and what you don't. So, I have written about this in Hacking Teacher Burnout, and I'd like to share a small piece of of what I wrote about, you know, this idea of making the time for what is truly important to us. Because for this teacher that I was just talking about, he, you know, he had all of these things from the past three weeks that he was telling himself that he had to take care of. But yet he also needed to plan for the next day and he needed to, you know, he needed to move on with his life, you know, as a teacher with his kids. He had a lot of behavioral things he needed to kind of hit the reset button on, but he had these things that he was telling himself he had to do looming over his head. So let's jump in really quickly to hacking teacher burnout. In Hacking Teacher Burnout, I want to read a couple of sentences. This is from Initiate Lasting Change. So this is step seven in the burn-in process. I said, I used to let things creep up on me. I considered possibilities but didn't plan for anything. No calendar, no journal, no goals. Just going through the motions and allowing other people's plans to happen to me. Just setting goals and having the best intentions won't get us where we want to go as teachers or in our lives outside of teaching. 
after defining your personal and professional goals in hack six, you may find yourself saying, well, now what? Like you might be wondering how on earth can I make time for the action that I need to take to bring those goals into reality? So it could be possible that your habit of just making it through the day and the week could be overtaking your belief that you actually can make the time for positive action. And I know there probably aren't a lot of stage zero or stage one teachers who are, you know, in the burnout success path here because typically those teachers are so cynical, so negative, they're not listening to me. Um, They've rolled their eyes, they've crossed their arms, they've said, this girl's crazy and nothing that she says will work for me. And that is where they are. But for those of you who are at a stage two or three, you're listening, you're leaning in, you're saying, okay, what can I possibly do? And you're kind of evaluating and and like I said, leaning in and thinking about how these things that I'm saying or things that you're reading or things that you're seeing could apply to your life. So I want to make this really simple for you today. So here are the three questions that I'd like you to ask yourself, okay? And, And of course, you know me, if you've been around here for any amount of time, you know I'm going to encourage you to have a piece of paper and a pen or a pencil and maybe a listening ear of somebody who is one of your top influencers, someone that you know is going to push you and challenge you and help you to move forward from where you're feeling um, overwhelmed and like there's too much on your plate, okay? So, So hear me out. Here are the three questions. The first thing is, what are you telling yourself you have to do? Okay, and this might seem like a super loaded question, and it might be depending on who you are and and where you are in your life and career, okay? So, and I would do this separately for personal and professional because Lord knows we might be telling ourselves and it might be a reality that we really have no time to do anything for ourselves. So this is going to be a practice that I would do separately. Um, I would make a list of professionally. Think about your day. And what I've told a a different teacher um, in a different conversation is really pay attention all day. What are you doing? And when you do it, just jot it down on a quick sticky note or make a running list, okay? Kind of a running record of what you're doing each day. So what are you doing every day? At work and then a separate list if you're struggling with personal time in your personal life, then make a list of what you're doing in your personal life. What are you doing? This could be a very long list, okay? What are you doing? That's question one. What are you spending your time on? Okay. The next question, question two, is does this have to be done by you? Do you have, do you have to do this? I'm putting the emphasis on you. Do you have to do this? Okay. Now, I can see some people already saying, well, of course I do. I'm the only one who knows how to do this or I'm the only one who will do it right, okay? Or or I have been told by my administrators that I have to do this exactly this way, okay? And this is going to lead into the next question. This is almost like a choose-your-own-adventure, okay? <laughs> if your administrators would notice and they would come ask you questions if it was not done, then that is something that you have to do, okay? If it is part of your contract that you do certain things, I'm going to come back to this conversation with the the teacher triber in our group coaching call here in just a second. What would they notice if you wouldn't get done? That is what I mean by does this have to be done by you or do you have to do this? If the answer is yes, then that is of the highest priority, 
So for example, I teach kindergarten. Do I have to have my day planned? Absolutely. I need to know exactly what I'm doing, okay? Um, I have certain assessments that I am held accountable for because we have data meetings on them. Um, We do badge report cards, so I am required to be checking. We call it checking badges. It's basically making sure the students are mastering the standard or um, that they are practicing the standard. Okay, those are things that I have to do. Okay, and I don't even have to do all of that, but I know that is something I am being held accountable for. When I asked this question of this uh, of this teacher during our group coaching call, I said, "What would the administrators ask questions about?" He said, "The assessment, the assessments." And I said, "All of the assessments, or was there one in particular that you had to do?" He said, "There's one in particular that I had to do," and. I said, okay, so everything else that you're talking about, that you're telling yourself, that you have to go over, will anybody notice? Will anybody notice? And he goes, no, not really. I said, file 13, get rid of it. You have to leave it in the past. You know, COVID-19 is happening and we cannot tell ourselves the story that we have to go over everything that was done while we were gone. You know, and I may have some of you out there might be disagreeing with me, and that's okay. All right. I'm not here to change your mind. I am just telling you ways that we can manage the stress and these high expectations that we put on ourselves to continue to do it all in addition to what we couldn't do while we were here or while we were in quarantine or while we were out for any reason. Okay. So that is where the shift happened. This is where we went from many things that he had to do to one. So that is my question to you. What do you have to do? Okay, so that's question two. The first question was, what do you do every day? The second question is, what do I have to do? All right, because pretty bulletin boards, you don't have to do those. All right, beautiful PowerPoint presentations, you don't have to do those. Do I do I do my slides I with my for my kids? I do them. They're not beautiful. They are just functional, okay? <laughs> kind of that function over fashion kind of idea. If your answer is I don't have to do this. Like no one no one would notice. Then those are the things that you can begin to eliminate or simplify for yourself. I talk about this a lot in Burden Teacher University. And and this is something that is really hard sometimes for teachers because we are our biggest critics. We (laughs) We are looking at our own work through a microscope and we are picking apart every detail. And this is where you can learn to let some things go. This is also an opportunity if you're saying, yeah, I actually am required to do all of this work. And I'm required to do it in this way. This is a chance. I'm going to have to do a separate episode on this. But this is going to be a chance for you to do some advocation for yourself. This is where, um, and, and you can do this with practice with someone that you trust. But this is where you, I would encourage you to set a meeting with the powers that be, whoever that is that you answer to, to say, these are the things that I'm being held accountable for. And this is how long it's taking me to do all of those things, all of those things. And I, I'm really curious on what are the 
highest priorities and I want to make sure that I'm fully understanding what is being expected of me because at this time, this is becoming too much for me to handle professionally right now. This is a conversation that could be very hard for you. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's not hard for you. But what I want to encourage you to do is to go at it in a professional manner with solutions in place or asking for solutions, asking for the help that you need to be able to get these things done. All right. Like I said, another episode for another time. But this is that opportunity to open that door and to build that bridge and to seek support if you need it. If you're all in when it comes to getting out of your teacher burnout, let me give you some advice. Don't try to navigate this journey alone. The Burned In Teacher Mastermind is the course and the community that creates your opportunity to use your burnout as a chance to become the change you want so badly in your life, both in the classroom and in your world outside of it. When you sign up, you'll gain access to Burned In Teacher University, which lays out my entire eight-step process and gain access to bonus modules and lessons that you won't find in Hacking Teacher Burnout. You'll also get to be part of regular group coaching calls facilitated by yours truly, but most importantly, you'll join our exclusive private Burned In Teacher Tribe community where you'll collaborate with other teachers just like you who have decided they will never settle for a life of burnout as their forever reality. Right now, you can use the promo code PODCAST at checkout for $50 off forever access to the course and this community. I used my burnout as a growth opportunity to create the resources and the community for you that I so desperately needed when I decided to change my life. Learn more about the Burned In Teacher Mastermind at burnedinteacher.com mastermind and burn on. And that last suggestion of going to your administration or like I said, the powers that be, whoever you answer to and beginning to advocate for yourself and sharing with them all of these responsibilities that you have been given that have become too much and are costing you hours and hours and hours a week. And maybe you even have put them into a priority list that you feel are the biggest priorities, okay? What this is starting to lean into is the third question, and that is, do these things have to be done by me? Is there someone else who could take on those responsibilities? And I'm going to start with something pretty simple, okay? Committees. Committees, clubs, coaching, all of those extracurriculars, and I'm saying that very lightly. I'm I'm not, you know, trying to disrespect any of these different things that happen outside of the school day, but... Are you required, are you required to be at these different events or these different meetings because you have volunteered yourself or you have been volunteered by somebody else? Because these are some things that you could eliminate yourself from or begin to explore the idea of eliminating from your day-to-day life. Now, I know these seem very simple and it's because they are, but I know that there can be a lot behind them. But that's the beginning part. And that's why this is so difficult because digging deep into what we're doing, why we're doing it, or why we're telling ourselves we're doing it, and whether or not these things have to be done by us can dig up a lot. But that's why this process is 
so important because beginning where you are in this situation is all about unpacking your what and your how and your why. And those can be very challenging questions to ask. So I'm going to leave you with this today. And if you have any questions, I would really invite you to DM me on Instagram at burnedinteacher. Email me at support at burnedinteacher.com. Or of course, you can always join our free Burned In Teacher podcast Facebook community at facebook.com slash groups slash burned in teacher. I hope to see you in there. And until next time, take a deep breath because you just took another step to becoming a burned in teacher. Burn on. If you enjoyed today's podcast episode, you can head over to burnedinteacher.com where you can access the entire vault of Burned In Teacher podcast episodes and more information about ways I want to help you go from burned out teacher to burned in human. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would be so grateful if you would head over to iTunes and leave a review and a rating about the Burned In Teacher podcast. Until next time, take a deep breath because you just took another step to becoming a burned in teacher. Burn on.